0: Welcome to episode 18. I have been catching a rash from my sponsor, so I've got to give him a little bit of time here on the podcast. After he gets back, we'll get cranking on episode 18. 1211 Apparel, the most powerful clothing line in the world because it's based on the Bible and gives glory to God. Jesus gave his followers a great commission before he left, and that great commission includes you and me. But if you have ever struggled with sharing Jesus, 1211 Apparel created Prayer, Wear, and Share to help. It's a free training on how to fulfill Jesus' promise of light and easy, found in Matthew 11:28 28 30. Since 1211 Apparel is Bible based, they start out with giving first. Give, and it will come back to you. This is not a theory, it's the truth. 1211 Apparel wants to give you access to unlimited Christian tracks and free training to help you get off the pew and into the battle for the souls of your friends and family. Use our special link, no doubt only slash battle to get started today. Well, here we are on episode 18, and we're going to continue the talk on the spiritual realm. But before that, we've got to start in John 1.1. All right, episode 17, I opened up the spiritual realm, can. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, you may want to go check that out. I'm not going to rehash most of that, but I want to continue to dig into the spirit realm. And the question that I have for you today is, what is the angel's name? And it, you may be thinking, what are, you, what are you talking about? Before we dig into the angel's name, I want to take you back to Genesis, and it's in Genesis 3 where we're introduced, and I've, I call him the punk, but that's the first time we get to see Satan, and he comes in the form of a snake. In fact, he's a talking snake, and he starts up a conversation with Eve. Now, Adam's standing right there, so and I've got a picture of all this stuff. So I've got Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, and this snake, who's Satan, it may be a better description to call Satan Lucifer at this point, because I'm not sure if he has fallen yet. He has become prideful, and now he's wanting. You, you find this story in Genesis 3, but in three one it says, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in, is in the midst of the garden, God has said, "You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die." And I think right there is when Satan knew he had her, because and and this is where I tell people that I think that that we looking at religion, and religion. I'm defining religion as adding to something that adds to the Word of God. You know, there's some things that you can add to the Word of God that. Maybe help explain it. And that's what I hope I'm doing. So maybe this is a form of religion. But when you directly add something to what the Word of God said, the Word of God God told Adam, Do not eat the fruit. In fact, instead of me adding to the Word of God, let's go to Genesis 2.16. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. So that's what God said. That's what the word of God, the word of God said, look, eat any tree you want. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you cannot eat of that tree. If you eat of that tree, you will surely die. Satan knew it. Uh, We're going to call him Lucifer because Lucifer was there. When God told Adam and Eve or told Adam, hey, don't eat of that tree. As I see some of the truths in God's word, there's a lot of times that God has, if you do this, then this happens. There's an if-then. And there's a lot of things in life that if you do this, then this happens. Or if you do that, then this happens. It's an if-then clause. You have to back up into Genesis 1 at the end of Genesis at the end of Genesis one where God made man. And then th- this is where the if then statement did not come in. This is where I believe and and this is a little more than I wanted to talk about on this podcast, but this is where I believe if, if you had to have where Satan fell, I believe this is, this could be the place where Satan fell. And it answers a lot of questions why would God allow Satan into the garden with his prize possession, man? You know, God knows the end from the beginning, but I think Luke, I, I think we can safely say that that maybe, I mean, and this is Gregology here, but maybe Satan wasn't Satan yet. He hadn't fallen. He hadn't tempted him. So he's still Lucifer. He's still one of the top three archangels. but that's kind of the way I've got it pictured. But that doesn't mean that Satan wasn't there when God said this to Adam. Then God said it was good, and this is in 26. Uh, Genesis 1:26. Then God said, "Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth." So God created man in His own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, "'Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. "'Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, "'and over every living thing that moves on the earth.'" And God said, "'See, I have given you every herb that yields seed, "'which is on the face of the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed, "'to you it shall be for food.'" Also, to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth in which there is life, I have given every green herb for food, and it was so. Notice in that scripture, and I'm sorry, I you know, sometimes I have to read a lot of scripture because this is Bible-based, so it's not going to hurt you to hear a little bit of the Word of God. But God did not say, hey, if you don't screw up, then you can have this. He gave them dominion, and God is a God of his word. God does not break his word. So when God spoke that into existence, if you go back to Genesis 1, where it says in the beginning, he starts speaking and things start happening. So when God speaks, things start happening and things start becoming, they start manifesting. And so God spoke the word and whatever God spoke, God then saw and you know, if you'll go back to Genesis 1, I'm not going to read that to you, but God said it and then he saw it. And that's how things get done here on earth is you speak the word and then it manifests itself. So that that's how we're going to dig into that. That's not this episode, but that's kind of how faith is, faith is voice activated. But I want to take this all the way back because Adam and Eve are in the garden. They've been given dominion. Over all of the earth, and Satan heard it. And so, Satan, I think Satan's got a, it may be Lucifer at this time, and I'm not going to get into it on this episode either. But Satan's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. He's mad. He's got to do everything. He is a spiritual being that is under the authority of God, and he's got to do what God commands him to do. But here they made these little old wimpy humans, Adam and Eve. And Satan is like, you gave them dominion over this earth and you didn't tell them if they do this, then they can keep it. You just gave it to them that you didn't say, hey, if you don't screw this up, I'll let you keep it. You gave them dominion. So then Satan, and I think in his devious mind, he started plotting a scheme to overthrow Adam and Eve. But I want you to see that Adam and Eve still had dominion. They had all the power. They're on earth, so Satan couldn't come at them on a frontal attack. He couldn't come at them with power and authority because he didn't have any on earth. God gave that to Adam and Eve. What he did is he was cunning and he was subtle, and he still does that. He still gets you to sin by deceiving you, and that's his whole modus of operandi. That is his way of doing it, is he deceives you. So he then asks Eve, a he questions the word of God. Did God say, and we read that earlier, Eve added to the word of God. And that's where I think Satan knew he had her is because, hey, if I can get you to question and add to, then it just gets you confused. And I want you to realize that this was perfect. These beings were perfect. They didn't have stress in their life. They didn't have bills to pay. They had nothing. They had every tree. They had one stinking rule. They had one rule, just don't bite the fruit of the knowledge of the tree of good and evil. And they still couldn't get that done. So when the Bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, I want you to be able to understand that sin hits us all. If sin hits Adam and Eve, who were perfect beings in a perfect world, and had one rule. God gave us ten commandments, and we can't keep those. Adam had one commandment and couldn't keep it. So don't beat yourself up, but just know that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That is in uh, Romans 3.23. When you think about all have sinned, just know that you and I fall in that boat and that's why god had to send a savior and we're going to get into again we're still in the spirit realm and we're still talking about the spirit realm and i wanted to go from there to the angel what is the angel's name and this is a perfect example of how god kind of turns what i thought i was going to talk about into something that maybe someone on this episode needed to hear the angel that i talked about at the beginning of this episode is found in Revelation 10, and it's in Revelation 10:1, and I wanted, I wanted you to tell me the name of this angel, and it said, in Revelation 10:1, I saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was on his head. His face was like the sun, and his feet like pillars of fire. He had a little book opened in his hand, and he set his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land. And he cried with a loud voice as when a lion roars. When he cried out, seven thunders uttered their voices. Now, when the seven thunders uttered their voices, I was about to write, but I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Seal up the things which the seven thunders uttered and do not write them. Well, I want to stop right there. I had that, I started this episode with a question, and I'm going to end it with a question, and we'll pick up and I'll give you the answer in episode 19. But this episode's gone on long enough, and I just want to bring this back into a close. That angel has a name. And I want you to think about, what is that angel's name? And I will answer that on the next episode. If you've made it this far, thank you. We have chased a rabbit or two, but we're going to try to bring this all together back on episode 19, and we'll just see if I can land this plane somewhere. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.